Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, and joined at the table by my good friend, Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. Craig Williams back in the production nook, doesn't want to be on camera, which is okay with everyone else. Um, so in this week's episode, we're going to do something that's probably going to garner a lot of commentary. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of uh, criticism, maybe. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not going to agree with us on a lot of this, but that's okay. That's the whole idea behind it. Um, we are going to talk about what we think are the best and worst attractions at the Magic Kingdom. So, I, like I said, we're gonna gonna piss some people off with this. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'm sure we're gonna name your favorite attraction, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, at the end of the day, there really well, I can't say that. I was gonna say there really are no bad attractions, and the, there are a couple. But we wanted to do a five and five list. So, I will start with mine. I will start with the worst. And this is my least worst on my list. My number five is Mickey's Philhar Magic. And that's because the last couple times I've done it, the 3D was really just not good. And it just looked old and it felt dated and it felt like it hadn't been rehabbed or touched in a long time. And I don't know. It just I'm like, they really need to do something with this. As every time I do it, that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't I don't. I agree to some level. I think it does need to be upgraded. Um, I didn't agree enough to put it on my list. Um, but, yeah, it definitely needs to be, you know, maybe add some of the newer Disney movies, uh, upgrade the 3D effects a little bit. Um, but I still enjoy it. Um, I just I, – but I see where you're coming from. What's on your number five? My number five is the Winnie the Pooh attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that it's a horrible attraction. I just think that when I compare it to some of the Disneyland Dark Ride attractions – I feel just disappointed that we don't have, besides really Peter Pan, in my opinion, we don't have those same great Fantasyland dark rides. And I Not just, anymore. We used to. Right, right. And I just don't think Winnie the Pooh really holds up to those uh, attractions. I, I agree. And it made it's my number four, okay. uh, is Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's, uh, yeah, one of my least favorite attractions. Yeah, it, it I don't know. It could, it could be that we're just, we don't have young kids who enjoy Winnie the Pooh, but... Right. Yeah, this is like, you know, two adult men. So, you know, you got to bear that in mind. Um, What's your number four? Number four, I have the carpets of Aladdin, the magic carpets of Aladdin. Um, I just don't particularly love the um, Dumbo-like attractions. I love Dumbo because it's iconic and I have great memories from Dumbo. um, And I think it's a staple of Disney Parks is Dumbo. But I don't like the Dumbo-like attractions um, like the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Well, that made my number three, uh, mm-hmm. was the Magic Carpet of Ala- Carpets of Aladdin. Um, and my reasoning is really simple. It's an off-the-shelf ride. It is just, like, as you said, it's a Dumbo ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to put something there for capacity, uh, to just, you know, put a ride there. I, I also think it congests all of Adventureland. Oh, absolutely. If that was a big open space, that'd be so much better. Agreed, um, but there it creates multiple bottlenecks. It is trying to get around. It is the it is the literal uh, is the literal example of waste of space. Yeah, uh, I agree. What is your number three? My number three is the Tomorrowland Speedway. Speak of waste of space, I just think that this is a massive the footprint of the Magic Kingdom. This is a pretty big chunk of the footprint of the Magic Kingdom, um, and it really is just a smelly, outdated. 
it's from opening day, so I understand some people that love Disney history. I love Disney history. There is some part of me that's like, okay, it was an opening day attraction. But the Magic Kingdom's not a museum. This takes up a massive footprint, like I said. I'm just imagining something like what could be there instead. Yeah. Like if you could fit the Tron ride. Do you think, or... people, do you think people would lose their minds if yeah. Disney announced oh, they sure. were going to? I think they would. I think the biggest argument a lot of people will say in the comments, well, they shouldn't get rid of it, but they should make it some sort of Cars theming or something like that. But I don't think that Cars theming really fits in with – it does fit in with Tomorrowland the same way that Speedway fits in with Tomorrowland. But I just think that that is – that would just be a cheap cop-out to me if they just stuck some car stickers on it or whatever. I, I don't know. I just think that it's it's run its course, and I think that the Magic Kingdom needs something new in that massive space. Okay. Um, for me, uh, my next, uh, I guess I'm on number two, right? You yeah. said three? I said okay. three. Yeah. So my number two is, uh, I'm going to go with Stitch's Great Escape. Um, I mean, it's just awful. It is. It's just awful. Um, and it's universally considered awful. Disney knows it's awful, which is why they've stopped leaving it open, and it's only open seasonally when it's busy. Um, So, you know, if you have to do that, why not just bite the bullet? Close it down and do something else with it. I mean, it wasn't well-received as Alien Encounter, um, but it went from bad to worse. Uh, At least Alien Encounter had some charm to it. Stitch's Great Escape, not at all. That's my number two. Yeah, well, I'll actually then go out of order because we great minds think alike. That is my number one, uh, is Stitch's Great Escape. It is, you know, you walk into a room, Stitch burps in your face, you know, scratches the back of your neck, and then they tell you to leave. It's just, it's bad. Um, And like you said, Disney knows it's bad. And it's kind of shame on Disney for not just saying, okay, clearly this is not a beloved attraction like let's shut this down and get something new in here but they they yeah i they're not yeah um and i i went back and forth as to whether or not that would be my number 1 or not but i went for my number 1 which i'm imagining is probably your number 2 um swiss family treehouse yep um talk about pointless yes first of all when was the last time anybody watched swiss family robinson Okay, this is not one of those classic, this is not Cinderella, Snow White, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, that people go back and watch over and over again. <laughs> now, of course, there's going to be one of you, or maybe a couple of you, oh, I just watched it last week, good for you. But let's be honest, this is not, you know, this is not the, the do-all, end-all Disney Maybe. IP that, <laughs> um, and it's an attraction that requires me to walk up a lot of stairs to just stare at crap. Nothing happens. There's n- at least in Stitch's Great Escape, they're, they're trying to entertain me. In this, it is just like, here, you've, it's, it's 95 degrees and 100% humidity. Please climb up all these stairs and stare at this mock-up of other people's crap. I, I don't get it. My favorite experience I've ever had on uh, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is a comment I heard of a child behind me that asked his parents what are we in line for? (laughs) Like he thought that it was the queue for an attraction. Well, that's what it is. It's a queue with no attraction. Um, And and with lots of stairs. Yeah. Um, So 
that made the top. That's why that made the top, because there is absolutely no entertainment value to it whatsoever. And as bad as Stitch's Great Escape is, there is at least some attempt to entertain you. Even if it falls short, even if it falls flat, there's an attempt being made. This just doesn't. So that's why it made my worst. I, I, the only my rationale was that I'd rather stand in Stitch's line and get to leave before I actually got to ride it. That's why I put it as my number one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's switch over to our best. Okay. A little more positive. A little more positive. Um, and this is tough for me to put this in any kind of order because I love all of these. Mm-hmm. But I will put my number five as Peter Pan. Um, you were talking earlier about classic dark rides, classic Disney dark rides. Uh, and there's a reason that this attraction constantly has a long wait. Mm-hmm. That this is really one you want to get a fast pass for because you will wait even on a regular day. You'll wait an hour at least mm-hmm. to, to ride this. It also has a phenomenal queue. The new queue they did, I thought they really did a fantastic job mm-hmm. with it. And it just, you know, it does a beautiful job of capturing the story. It's entertaining. The flying over London, um, the whole thing. It's just classic Disney dark ride. And it, it is a family-geared attraction. Yes, it's family-friendly. But it creates, like, an adult to say, oh, wow. Like, it, it kind of brings you the childlike wonder when you mm-hmm. go on it. It's like, it, I, during my college program, when it takes off and the the, the track kind of splits and you're actually dang, dangling from up yeah. top. The, when I did my college program, I hadn't been to Disney in so long, and I'd forgotten about that. And I actually gasped. I was like, oh, because I forgot. And it, it's just a great attraction. It is. It's a phenomenal attraction. Um What's uh, what's your number five? Uh, the Haunted Mansion. It's number cool. five? Yep. What is wrong with you? It's uh, well, it, c- competing with my other four. I will say, of my top five, the top four on different days could be in different orders. This is probably just how I'm feeling now. But yeah, classic attraction, great music. Uh, yeah, I think we uh, clearly you agree with You're, me that it's on my best at least. Yeah, but number five. It's, it's, I have a feeling I know what it's. Why did I hire you? (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, All right. So, yeah, I obviously, uh, Haunted Mansion is much higher on my list. Yeah. Um, But uh, number four for me, number four for me, I'm going to go, it's tough. It's really tough. I'm going to go People Mover Um, because I love the People Mover. I think it's awesome. And I love the experience of, uh, I recently uh, was there with somebody who'd never been on it. Mm. And he's like, oh my God, I could do this all day. And that's it. Especially when it's like hot and crowded and crazy. And, you know, you you get to see Walt's original model for Epcot, for Epcot which was not supposed to be a theme park. It was going to be a, a city where people lived and worked. You get to see the original model for that. You get to go through Space Mountain. And if you're really, really, really lucky when you go through, it'll be it'll be down and the lights will be on. And that's a really cool experience. You get beautiful view of Tomorrowland. Uh, you get a beautiful view of the castle. You're sitting. It's a nice ride, especially on a hot, crazy day. It is just really relaxing. Mm-hmm. And I could. I could sit on that all day. All I'll say is how dare you. It would only be your number four. <laughs> please. See, I can play the same game. I can play the same game. Child, please. I can play. <laughs> Child, please. Um, well, I mean, look, 
only because I have such strong emotional connections to my next three. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So that's why. I mean, it's not the top five is like any one of these is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, for, oh, for any sure. one of them is amazing. I'm just I'm ordering them emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so nostalgia we'll, factors. Nosta- yeah, lots of things, and I'll get to that. But okay, so my number four is Splash Mountain. I just think Kathy Worling always says that if you've never been to Disney World and you have to go on an attraction that can kind of give you what Disney World is in one attraction. I think for me, it's Splash Mountain. It's a great way to put it. Um, it's you know, it's got the animatronics, it's got the thrill, and it has it has every factor. What I will say is, being going to the parks as much as we do, I don't ride it as much as I wish I did. I just don't want to get soaking wet on the average you know Wednesday or whatever. But um, yeah, it's a great attraction. I think that's a must do, especially for first time visitors. You know, as I'm just talking to you, I'm like literally having this process right now. Um, as I'm talking to you about you know things I have an emotional connection to. Uh, Splash Mountain did not make my list. Not because I don't love it. I think it's a great attraction. But I'm just remembering that uh, Splash Mountain, uh, that was the the photo of Splash Mountain was what started the Diz. Yep. I I know the story. It's what started the Diz. It's a great story. How did that not make, how did I forget that and that not make my list? Um we were there, John and I were there in, say, somewhere in 96, 97, maybe? No, it might have been April of 97. And we had taken my mom and my dad, and I convinced them to go on this. And my mother was terrified. She was terrified. But they, they went on it. And I somewhere I still have the picture of uh, mom and dad and John and I... Uh, going down that final drop and I scanned that picture in and put it on a web page to share with my niece in Massachusetts and that's when I started building I kind of built the Diz around that mm-hmm. um, and I you know I had gotten this assignment with UPS and I needed to build a website and somebody suggested I do that and so I just took this little site that I built to put pictures from our trip up for my niece and just started building the site around that. So that picture, because my niece had to see, like, you know, we didn't have cell phones then to take a picture of it and show it to her. So this was a great way to do it. Um, so I, yeah, you know what? I got to change my list. I, I got to change my list. Or I'm just going to invoke Divine Right of Kings <laughs> and I'm going to add... I'm going to add one to mine. There you um, go. That works. And just say, yeah, Splash has got to be on this list because the rest of these, the rest of my, you know, of, of my choices all have, you know, all have real emotional. emotional attachment for me. But now that I'm thinking about that, I mean, I can get, almost get misty thinking about about that. Yeah. No um, Splash Mountain, no Diz. No Splash Mountain, no Diz. So, all right. Where are we? I it's just went uh, off on that. your number three. My number three. Um, is going to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, it is one of my all-time favorite rides. It is a ride that I almost always do every time I go to the Magic Kingdom. I will, I will wait. I will wait 30 minutes, 40 minutes to ride Pirates if I don't have a Fast Pass. Um, it 
for me, for me, um, that was one of those early attractions that I did when I first came here that Horizons and Spaceship Earth were other, other ones where I was just in awe. How is this possible? This is so cool. I mm-hmm. like that it created this. Um, and it just creates that story with the animatronics and the way that, you know, it's all done. You know, you talk about a classic Disney dark ride. Um, and I, you know, and that still just holds that place in my heart. Um, I, I completely agree. It's actually my number three, too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's just it has great theming. It has great music. It has kind of everything that you're looking for in a great Disney attraction. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, when you think of a Disney attraction, it has everything that you're looking for. So. Classic. It's yeah. absolute classic. Okay. So for number two, um, I'm going with Haunted Mansion. Okay. Another one of the attractions that um, that uh, it's a pretty much a guarantee every time I'm in the Magic Kingdom, I'm going on Haunted Mansion. Um, for me, though, um, my desire to visit Disney World as a kid when I promised myself when I was old enough because my parents couldn't afford the trip was my sister Barbara coming back uh, her and her husband and my brother Charlie and his wife had come down mm-hmm. it was I want to say 72 early had come down and my sister came back and she was telling me about the haunted mansion about the ghost dancing and I remember being absolutely fascinated by that and a few years later my best friend in high school, John Wosky, um, or, or in grammar school, actually, uh, his family went down every year and he would talk about mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion. He would talk about Space Mountain and the different things. And it just, that is what started. I would say to myself, when I'm old enough, I'm going to go to Disney World. I have to see this. And that was one of the first attractions that I did. And again, you know, just like, oh my God, this. Because you, you stop and think about it. Stop and think about it. If you, for a lot of us, we've been there. You know, we've been to Disney multiple times. When you've never been, and you have no point of reference for this stuff, and you're seeing it for the first time, it is. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about those attractions, I think about those moments. That's what I think about. Very. I mean, very fair. So is that was that your number two? That's my number two. Okay, my number two is Space Mountain. Um, I love Tomorrowland. I worked in Tomorrowland, um, and I love thrill attractions in Walt Disney World. And I think that that if you combine all those things into one thing, that is Space Mountain. Uh, you know, Tomorrowland thrill thrill yeah excuse me thrill ride. Um, it's just it it is an iconic Disney attraction. I mean, yes, it jostles you around a little bit more than Disneyland's does, but there's something special to it. I, I, every time that I get off Space Mountain, I'm never, I'm always smiling. You know, I'm. I, it, that's true for a lot of Disney attractions, but it's especially true for Space Mountain for me. Okay, coming to my number one, uh, Small World. Small World, and again, it's got, it's just got a story. Um, and for me, that story is uh, my mother. At the 1964 World's Fair, was pregnant with me, riding the riding Small World, and the first time that we uh, we went into the Magic Kingdom together, her and I, she talked about that. And every time we are in the Magic Kingdom, which isn't too often, but every time we're in the Magic Kingdom together, we have to ride 
Small World. That's very cool. Um, and I do the same thing when I'm out in Disneyland. I have to ride Small World. It just connects me with mom mm-hmm. um, and that story. And to think, you know, technically I was at the 64 World's Fair. I just wasn't sentient at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me, it, it's Small World. I know the song annoys the hell out of people. Um, but again, this list, you know, with the exception of Peter Pan, which I just love, um, these are all. Uh, the, these, the, there's, and I think this is true for everybody, which is why some people make. I don't know that anybody's emotionally attached to Stitch's Great Escape, and if you are, you might want to see a psychiatrist. But I think you know that's why we we kind of go into this saying some people are going to get upset, right? Because very, very fair. I'm sure there are people that are have nostalgic reasons why they love the Speedway, Winnie the Pooh, or, or the Speedway, yeah. or you know. Magic carpets of Aladdin, but maybe. Maybe um, you never know. Uh, I mean, there, there's a story. There's a story for everything. I'm there, sure. As much as we're we're judging them, there's people that are judging us. Sure, for, absolutely. For our opinion. So absolutely. I mean, there's no wrong answers here. It's not like we're saying these are the best. This is this is for us. You know, whatever your list is, it's right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, whatever my list is, it's right. So. What about you? Number one. Number one, the people mover. That's why I said earlier, it's I love the people mover. Like you said, for all the reasons, you can ride it on the busiest days. You can rewrite it a lot of times, um, you know, to go around and around. Um, it just you get to see the park and you get to take it in. And it's I think when you're on a Disney World vacation, a lot of the times you're rushing to get from attraction to attraction and you're trying to do every last thing because you only have a week or you only have four days or whatever. And I think the People Mover is one place where you can sit down as a family and just take it in and think, guys, we're in Disney World. Yeah, exactly. And you're getting the views of the castle, like you said. You're getting the views of Tomorrowland. And I just think that that is why I love it so much. So there you have it. Our uh, best and worst attractions at Walt Disney World. And uh, I won't won't go do the recap because it's going to take 20 minutes. But uh, hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Have a great week, everyone.